Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Brame Podcast. Today I want to talk about debunking the top five common branding myths I've heard about or even read online. Because there are some crazy things people have been saying and even worse, people like you are now believing. Branding is a topic that even I'm guilty of it. It really has been chewed up, mulled over and over again and then just spat back out. And I'm sure in today's episode you'll be able to recognize at least one myth that you've actually thought was true at some point and one you've heard that might be subconsciously holding you back in your small business. I'm going to start off with a pretty obvious myth um, just to ease you in this week and this is a myth about your logo being your brand. Now before you hit pause or skip this episode I know you've probably been told this or read this like a hundred times but have you actually been taking this advice on board? We can get so caught up in having the best looking logo and can spend hours of time either DIYing yourself or hiring a professional to do it. It's just time to stop putting all your brand or business hopes and dreams into just one element and realize that your brand is much bigger than your logo or fonts or even colors. And these are all your brand identity. Um, They act as signals or sort of identifiers if you will, for your people to recognize you and become familiar with you. But for a brand to be impactful and create change, you really need to stand the test of time. It needs substance. It needs meaning. It needs to stand for something. These design elements should, of course, be selected and shaped and modified intentionally um, and aligned with this. So please don't think, um, I know my brand is more than a logo. It's about fonts and colors on my website. It's even more than that. It's the deeper meaning and the way that you connect with your people online. The next myth that's been said is branding does not create return of investment. Now, this one obviously grinds my gears a little bit because honestly, it really does. And why do you think big businesses spend so much money, like thousands and hundreds of pounds investing in their brand. I mean, they wouldn't do that if they didn't know that it was going to create return of investment. A major part of building a strong brand is to do with the strategy and being able to communicate. If you can't devise a meaningful and almost, I guess, clever way to bridge your brand to your people, then you'll find it really difficult to make those sales gain leads and build that trust and loyalty with your community. Branding does influence return of investment. The part that makes people falsely believe that, that it doesn't, is probably because it's difficult to calculate uh, with data how much return of investment it produces. Um, I'm sure there is sort of a way in to get the data, but for small businesses like us, we don't really have those um, softwares and that sort of resources to find out and pinpoint exactly. So if you are interested to know how branding influences your sales, go have a listen to episode 37. Oh, sorry, no, 36. I don't know if this is um, so much a myth or something that business owners jump to conclusions, 
by believing once they work with a brand designer, they don't have to do any more sort of branding stuff. And although essentially, yes, um, your brand has been created, built or whatever. So once it's built, you can't just sign off um, with your brand. You're going to have this involvement and this involvement is never going to be done. Branding, especially on social media, you have to stay really flexible and keep so almost evolving over time or using your brand and using it to fit certain maybe um, topics that are happening in the world and sort of, yeah, it, it's more like your business will change in the next three to five years um, than not. And that's okay. Actually, that's a good thing. It shows you're growing um, and you're keeping up with current things that are going on in the world making your brand still have that fresh new feeling is really important so not your um so it's not like you you get your brand done and you're just done um with branding once you work with brand design and you have a um brand after that project you you become basically your own brand cascadian and you become this basically guardian of it um and it's like the designer goes goes to all this effort to build um the strategy and beautiful visuals it, it actually more of an analogy um it's like if a designer actually built you this gorgeous house a like dream house and you gave them the keys or gave you the keys and then you didn't take care of it you didn't sort of you never sort of tidied it you let the garden overgrow same goes for your brand it won't survive if you don't take regular care of it I'm not saying that you have to change your brand I'm definitely not saying that there's definitely needs to be consistency I'm just saying you have to be conscious about the things that are going on in the world and about the things that are going on in your industry um, and everything and making sure that you're actually using your branding appropriately and how it was sort of made to be um, used so yeah branding and marketing have forever been getting tied up and wishy-washy although they work very closely together they do have different responsibilities and approaches to things the key thing here is to remember that your branding is the emotional connection, the deeper connection and meaning about your business and why you exist and sort of more the long term overview. Um, and your marketing is more focused on your tactics to gain your ideal audience's eyes or as many eyes as possible. One does the pushing out the content as best as possible which is your marketing and your branding is more the pull the part of your business that speaks to your audience's sort of hearts rather than minds so essentially really you can't have one without the other if you want to know obviously more about the differences between branding and marketing I have done a full episode on this and I think it's episode 34 this one does really make me smile and make me cringe basically um be because you really you build a brand is all about 
perception and what you want to achieve or say. So theoretically, there's not one right way. So the myth is sort of people say that there's only one right way to build a brand and or build your brand and the and the truth is that yeah um there's not actually one right way to build a brand there are so many different ways to build a strong and impactful brand um but the important key thing here is that it should reflect um what you offer and what you value in your business and what you aim to achieve brands also need that research into who they want to attract who they want to work with who is a sort of um, target market so it's um, also about building the strategy that differentiates them as well from who their competitors are and resonating resonating sorry with um, ideal people so it's so much less about doing it right because all this information is going to be different for every business. And it's just really finding the right way that works for your type of business, for who you want to work with and how you want it to feel and how you want to be perceived. And obviously, working with a brand designer, we know certain tools and um, visuals and we know how to communicate certain things. And um, yeah, so, but there's... It's difficult to say pinpoint that this is the right way, that doing these things in this order is the right way because every every brand designer is going to do something slightly different and the, especially the ones that I follow on my Instagram, they're all making amazing brands um, but I don't think we can necessarily pinpoint saying that that one was built right and that one wasn't. Obviously, no research and everything like that. There's going to be issues and things like that. Um, not obviously building strategy. But the sort of what I'm getting at is that there's not a right way to build how you want to be perceived rather than the process. So um, like I just previously mentioned, you're you're going to be the owner of your brand so it really does need to be built right for you, especially in for small businesses. Um, and it really does need to resonate and feel right for who you want to work with as well. Or within, obviously, reason who you want to work with. Um, yeah. So don't stress if you are DIYing your brand and you feel like there's only one right way to look. Because there's multiple ways you could look and be really impactful. So just to wrap up this episode, your brand is so much more than the visual look. Your brand does create RI, um, sorry, return of investment. And you're not done with your brand after working with a brand designer. You become your own brand cascadian. Branding and marketing work hand in hand. They both do have different approaches and responsibilities. There is one right, there isn't, <laughs> there is only one right way to build your brand. Nope, there are a few different ways, but we try and find the best way for your people and um, what work would work best for you and your industry. So if you hear anyone whisper or imply any of these branding myths, you can set the book straight. 
or you can just ignore them <laughs> um, uh, and just know better inside. So uh, thank you for listening. And again, if you'd like to learn more about uh, the difference between branding and marketing, go check out episode 34. Thanks for listening to the Ramin podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. I hope you join me next week. And in the meantime, visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products, including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.